This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hi, Fidel. Firstly, thanks for joining us. Uh, seven goals in 12 games for Carnarvon. I think it's pretty yeah. safe to say you're loving your football at the moment. How are you enjoying <laughs> this uh, first loan away from Liverpool? Yeah, um, it's been been a good opportunity to be getting um, regular game time. And luckily enough, I've been getting goals in as well, which always helps in, helps me to enjoy my football. And when you're getting these... Uh, goals consistently. I suppose it's the first time you've been able to do it at this senior level with this loan away. You've got up for Player of the Month award, I think, in October as well. Um, yeah. Must be boosting your confidence no end. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think when, when you're scoring goals, it does help boost your confidence and then um, I think it's easier to play play football with confidence within yourself and then it's just, just easier, really, yeah. And we're talking now during the World Cup break, the fact that it doesn't affect you at Welsh Premier League, that must age you as well. Like obviously, with some players, they'll be glad to get the rest, but it means that in this first loan away, you can just play throughout the winter, focus on getting the minutes in your, um, under your belt and get some more goals. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I hope to to carry on me, me form and keep the confidence high while, while the World Cup's on and then hopefully just carry on getting goals in and see what happens. <laughs> well, you scored in Friday's game against Connors Key. I was there at that one, so thank you very much for that. Giving <laughs> something extra to write about. Um, but they're second in the league, so I believe that must have been your toughest test so far. And this goal, it comes against a, a familiar face in former Liverpool goalkeeper Andy Firth. What were your reactions to that one? Yeah, um, in the academy where I've been training, all the staff and players have been like saying, oh, you're going to have to score past Firth because we played them earlier on the season and I'd only came on off the bench. But starting, I think it was an easier opportunity for me to score. So luckily when I did, I was just like, like a relief feeling really. <laughs> and had you said anything to him before or after the game? Like I know he was the one who let you know when you're up for player of the month. So I know there's some conversation there. Yeah, yeah, he, um, he texted me after the game and was like, well played and that you, you did well. So, um, yeah, he's a, he's, like a, he's a nice lad for him. Yeah, he's, he's good with all the younger lads. <laughs> well, that goal, it was, a, I suppose, a poacher's finish at the far post, header from a corner. But the highlight has to be the overhead kick from earlier in the season. You can see the smile on your face there, just the <laughs> mention of it. Um, it's gone viral, so fans that are listening to this, watching this, whatever, I do recommend you go and Google it because it is a fantastic strike. But what was going through your head with that goal? Because I'm guessing it must be one of the best of your career so far. Yeah, uh, definitely a machine in career anyway. But um, what happened? Um, it was like a loopy cross and like it just went over my head. So I was thinking, oh, I hope someone's here to like, not it back. So I can just have like, an easy tap in, really. But then as it's like not back and then it's being headed up in the air again. So it's like just being being lying perfectly really for it. And then I've heard someone like being screaming like set, but like once it's in your head and you know how close you're out of the goal, you just, I just thought oh, I might as well try me luck. And if it was on target, it's got more chance of going in than actually missing. 
and then you're absolutely buzzing when you see it hit the back of the net. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, <laughs> if you watch the video, I'll turn round and like as soon as I've got up, like seeing it, if the net got up off the floor and ran away. So yeah, I was I was buzzing. <laughs> and the Welsh Premier League, it was recently described to me as carnage. Um, I suppose a three-all draw against Connors Key with a, a last-minute equaliser supports that. But how would you describe it with it being your first loan away? Um, I wouldn't describe it as carnage. I'd describe it as different, definitely, to the, to the football that I've been used to playing. But, um, yeah, I mean, every, every it, it's a good opportunity just for me to be getting regular games. And, I mean, it's it's good to be seeing the different side of football, not always on the floor, like long balls getting played. Um, and then just like a battle, really, between all different aspects on the pitch. So yeah, it's been it's been a good opportunity, definitely. And how do you say it differs from youth football with Liverpool? Because obviously Liverpool like to keep it on the floor and pass it around. You've just said there it's a bit more playing it long sometimes. But I'm looking at it, the fences are a lot more physical than what you've been used to as well. It's certainly an eye opening experience for you as a young player. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd say it it does differ because of I mean, like the the tactical aspects and technical. I mean, technically, Liverpool are probably like better because it's practice every day, like keeping it on the floor um, and then like following a game plan, really. But in the Welsh League, it's following a game plan, but it's not really as technical. It's like, can you get like a few passes and then like try and break them down either like with a long ball or like just like a direct pass sort of thing. So, yeah, it, it is it is different, but I mean it's it's good that I'm getting this exposure to a senior side of football. And if you look at your game, your strengths from what I saw were like you've got your pace and you've got a bit of power, you work hard. It does seem to suit you in the fact that you can be Canarthan's out ball, that it is just we'll play it long to Fidel, hopefully you'll create something in that final third because you have got the pace to trouble these defences. Yeah, um yeah, I I don't mind doing that to be honest. It's it's like if I can help the team in any way, I would. Um, yeah, with my pace, I feel like I can get around like sort of defenders. Um, some of them are more robust and just like stay central, but some of them actually do follow you. So, I mean, it's just either taking like taking the player on or holding and setting it up. So yeah, it's it's it does help me in all sorts of games like practice and hopefully. And- Oh, sorry. Like we said at the start, it's seven goals in 12 games. That's a record you can be happy with at any level. Have you set yourself a goals target for the season or before Christmas or whatever? Yeah, uh, well, before 2023, I, I want to get into double digits, um, just as many as I can really. But I mean, I think the lowest I'll set myself is 10 and then hopefully build on from there. Well, you're way on, well on your way for that. Um, with the, the loan going to Carthagin, looking off, completely butchered it there hopefully we don't have too many Welsh viewers watching it but I just wanted to ask um, when was the first time you spoke to Liverpool about maybe going out on loan getting some senior experience and when were you first aware of this interest um, I think when I last saw my contact at Liverpool I think that was always the idea to go out on loan um, just just play regular game time and, and especially at my age it's, it's, it's probably going to benefit me more than staying around and playing 21s football but um, when was it I think the last few weeks I was like getting a bit 
getting a bit nervous, like thinking, am I going to go on loan or not? And then uh, within like the last week, Carnarvon, I think I'd, I'd ask, so I thought, yeah, I may as well try what it's like and play regular game time. I believe um, Jacob had been on loan there, hadn't he, in the last couple of years as well. So I'm sure he gave you a, a really positive recommendation there. Yeah, I mean, last season when he'd be coming into training, um, we don't like we don't ask really, but like I thought, it's nice to ask. Like, so he doesn't feel like left out and being asking like, what's it like? What are the fans like? What's the football like? And yeah, I, he seemed to really like it. So I thought when the opportunity came, I may as well try and see what it's like myself. And the, the fifth in the league at the moment, what are your aims for the team for the rest of the season? I suppose both for you as an individual, but for the club as well, because as you showed on Friday against Gunnarski, you can challenge with some of the top teams in this division. Yeah, I think I think we've got more than what it takes to challenge with the top teams in the, the division. But um, I think definitely to be in the top four, but we just need to keep winning games, really. Um, I mean... I've heard the managers and the players talk about wanting to be in like the European qualifiers and that, so I think that would help them um, and their confidence, really. Like, like, it's just a good achievement, really, isn't it, playing in Europe? But, um, yeah, for me, it's just more really about um, helping the team win, um, scoring as many goals as you can and getting me name about, really. And that'd be extra pride on it as well, if you could be the player to score the goals that gets them into Europe? Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Um, I believe you're still training with Liverpool during the week. How does that balance out? I suppose it's a bit different to most loans when you're just the loans play at clubs um, player for the season. But the fact that you are balancing your time out and sharing it between them, obviously you're still in contact with your Liverpool coaches and they're monitoring your progress. How, how have you found that? Um, yeah, I feel like it's good. It's close to home, so I'm not having to travel all the way to Wales, which is like an hour and a half away, which is quite long, to be honest, on my own. So... Yeah, I feel like it's it, it is good for me, um, and yeah, I can just continue to train every day really, and then play play on the weekends, which is which is what it's about playing really. And what have Liverpool said to you about the loan spell? I'm sure that they're, they're watching your games and they'll easily be able to be in contact with you about how you're getting on. Yeah, um, they're always made up when I'm scoring, so yeah, I feel like if I carry on doing that, it will be it will be good for not just me but for like. The club was like a product of the academy, but um, yeah, um, yeah, the, everyone's like happy for me and yeah, just wants me to do well. Well, you're 20 at the moment, so I suppose it's at that decisive age as well where you do make these steps into senior football. So, what are your aims for beyond this season? Like, I'm sure you'll be looking for a loan to another level and hopefully getting a bit more of an opportunity at Liverpool as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, oh, it's always like Liverpool first, but. If that doesn't happen, I feel like maybe another loan to uh, maybe an English like, division. Um, maybe it'll be more physical in this, like them sort of leagues, but and more like more um, I don't know like I don't know just more of a different challenge really. So hopefully it'll be um, hopefully I can do that. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
When you look at some of uh, your Liverpool teammates or players that come through the academy in the past, they are good at getting them out to these different loan spells and getting the variety of experiences where there's players going abroad to like France or Austria or a different experience in the lower league. So it must mean you're looking, you feel like you're looked after and they know what they're doing for your future. Yeah, definitely. I think they feel like there's no better place to be and especially being a scouter, supporting the team all through my life. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's spot on there. As a, a boy at Liverpool fan, got to ask you who's your, your favourite player growing up? Who did you idolise? Uh, well, everyone says Gerard, which is true. But when when um, Suarez came in, it was definitely him. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, was, he was like, yeah, he was just the, like I felt like he was the best footballer in the world at the time. And when he left, I was gutted. <laughs> uh, you joined Liverpool, I think, at under 14s level, having been playing still amateur level before that. That's almost kind of late. Like normally, you expect youngsters these days to be picked up by an academy team before that. So yeah. I can only imagine how excited you were when it did happen. What's the story behind that move? Um, I'd been been at places when I was younger, just like trialing that, but like never, never really signed. And then I feel like when I turned like when I maybe like thirteen, I just I, I don't know. I felt like I just got better and um, bigger, more more physical really. And then I started to like actually play like better within myself and then I remember one of my school coaches was like oh we've had a letter um, for like going on trial so yeah I was like I was made up obviously going there and then I was just trying me out of Australia and then luckily enough managed to manage to get into it. <laughs> what was your action when you were told that it would be happening that you'd be joining the team you support? Yeah I was, I, I was just like, uh, like there was no better feeling at the time obviously and I mean, it was like a milestone in my career, so yeah, it was good. It was great, really. And if we look at your time at Liverpool, it's um, been along with this the fact that now the first team train at the same training ground. Obviously, the pitches are a bit further apart. But what's that experience like now? You are around the first team base that you're seeing these players a bit more close up. You're seeing Jurgen Klopp a bit more close up. Yeah, um, like it's always surreal when you like when you just walk in and then like through the the hallways or something, and then you see them. Sometimes the whole team like will walk past you, and you're just like, "Whoa!" Like, like this is like the team that you support, the team that you go and watch on like the Saturdays and Sundays or during midweek for Champions League, and you're just like in order of them really. But yeah, it, uh, it's I think it is better to have them up here because it knows that like you're just like sort of sort of one step away. And they're only there or like maybe a few steps away but like the closer you can train with them on a more regular basis and yeah they're, they're there so yeah it, it does feel like feel a lot better that they're there have you had many uh, interactions with Jurgen Klopp so far uh, not too many no but hopefully in the future we'll do <laughs> um and I've got to ask as well you mentioned Steven Gerrard earlier he, he was your, your under 18s manager for a bit mm. as a Liverpool fan what was it like Having him come in as your coach and playing for him, yeah. Um, when I remember when we was, I think we was under 15s, but like he was around sort of. I remember like we played the game, but like he was, he was just like around, and like everyone was just like, Whoa, is that actually him? Like trying to trying to play the best. And then when we turned on the 16s, that's when he was the under 18s manager. So, like, I remember, I think it might have been like his first weekend or something, like he called a few of us up, and luckily enough, I was one of them to be training with them and yeah it was just a great feeling and then later on in the season he called me up a few times and then 
to be training, scoring, like under him, it was just yeah, a great feeling. And what was he like as a manager? Like, obviously, he's going to have developed since then, and it was his first, I suppose, role as a, a full time manager on his own. But still, like that's part of his story. It's part of your story. Yeah, I mean, definitely knew what he wanted all the time. And if there was any questions that you could ask him, he would be happy enough to answer them. And and then like little tips, like just like how to strike the ball, like what he would do, and how to like how to like how to like position yourself really, really as a like as a forward and a midfielder would be on the ball. It'll be yeah, he's just. He's just like an icon, really, isn't he? <laughs> was the the best piece of advice he gave you? Um, um I feel like oh, what was it? There's 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 been a few definitely, but I feel like the best advice was be like just keeping keep getting like near the goal into the goal frame, um, and then just like that's where you you'll find your goal sort of thing. And he was the manager who gave you your your under 18s debut, I believe, and you scored a couple for him. But then when you stay with the under-18s, you're also part of the um, FA Youth Cup winning squad in 2019. What, what was that like to be part of? Yeah, I mean, it was a great group. Um, I mean, even if you talk about them now, there was the likes of, like, um, Reese Williams, Nico. There was Yasser. I mean, there was, there was so many people who have, like, played in that, in that group. Um, it, was, it was a good group. We only, we only lost on goal difference in the league as well, so... That just shows how good of a team he was. But yeah, it was a great feeling when that FA Youth Cup. What were the celebrations like after it? Yeah, they were in the in the changes, it was it was good to be a part part of. Um yeah, it was like all the managers and coaches from different age groups were coming in and just like congratulating us and yeah, it was it was a real good feeling. And it's one where Liverpool have only won the youth cup, I think three times maybe before you guys did and when you look at the, the squad from the first time when it's got the likes of Mike Lowe and Jamie Carragher you're following in some big footsteps here yeah hopefully hopefully my name's as big as one of them one day <laughs> um one of the players in that youth cup squad was Bobby Duncan obviously there's been plenty said about what's happened to him since he left Liverpool just wondering what was the dressing room reaction to it at the time because it's very I suppose unprecedented for it to be so publicised for an under-18s player to have that, not falling out with the club, but you know what I mean, sort of that story about their exit. Yeah, I uh, don't really know too much about it, to be honest. I didn't really ask him too many questions, but I think maybe if he would have stayed, that would have been a different different career for him, and it's, it's unfortunate, really, but it is what it is, and football changes, so, yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, You, when you stayed with the under-18s, you played more... I think the year after you got the armband. What was that like? Captaining a Liverpool side, being told that you're going to be the captain for the season. Yeah, um, it was terrific. Yeah, um, I mean, I'd never been captain like earlier on in the age groups, and then when we was under 19, I, I remember I got given it once for for the game, and I was like, like, because he actually just said I'm captain, but like he did, and then just like I feel like it's it's not added pressure, but it's added responsibility to be like. Help encourage your team teammates to play better or like different things and yeah it's it, it was a good feeling to be getting to be given the captain's armband. And you mentioned a few of the players there you played with when you were in that youth cup winning side. It'd have been the same, I suppose, for the twenty ones as well. But a lot of them have gone on to already achieve stuff in the game, whether it's getting first team opportunities with Liverpool, 
going out on loan like you've done. Uh, it shows how well the academy is run at the moment. But what's that feeling when you're seeing some of your mates playing for Liverpool for the first team for the first time? Like we've seen this year, Bobby Clark, Stefan Bessetic, uh Leighton Stewart, your, your former strike partner. It must be so proud for all of these guys. Yeah, definitely. I think they've all deserved it. Um, Stefan and Bobby are only young, but you can see they're at their quality already. I mean, in training, they're, they're always on top form and in games as well. And Leighton, I'm like, as an FMA, I'm so happy for him. He's had a big injury last last year and yeah, he deserves it fully. So from all these players you've played with at Youth Liverpool in training, Who's the, the best player that's caught your eye, the one in training? Um, like obviously, Harvey Elliott is one of these players you've played with, so I'm sure there's many really talented guys that have stood out. Yeah, I mean, uh, when we was younger, Curtis, it would always be Curtis. Like, but he was in like a different role. He'd play like left wing, so at, at that time, he'd be like more like more like flary and like, just take fleet players on like easily. But I feel like not, now, like when he's on that side, he still is like... A very very good trainer um so i'd probably have to say him and when you look at the likes of curtis trent nico williams all these players that are coming through making their name certainly gives you something to aspire to to follow in those footsteps as well which shows that the, this door to the first team and senior football is open for you guys yeah definitely definitely um just shows with like hard work um good fortune and if you carry on at it then you will be getting your chance and hopefully more people take it than that. What would you say has been the highlight of your Liverpool career so far? Um, I mean, signing a professional contract with them, that's got to be one of them. Like, like it's just an unbelievable feeling, really. And I'd say winning the FA Youth Cup too. Perfect. And then after that, I suppose, now it's uh, about making those next steps to Liverpool, about making those next steps in your senior career. And making sure that that's just the first step on this great story. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hopefully, it can be for Liverpool. But if not, it's it's going to a different different level. Maybe trying trying to get higher and higher in the um, in the pecking order, and yeah, just try and try and do as well as I can really, whatever I'm playing. Perfect. Thanks for that, Fidel. Uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Hopefully, you see you score many more goals. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully. <laughs> no worries. I'm sure a few people will be keeping out. And hopefully, um, if they're feeling a bit bored with no club football during the World Cup, I'll come and check out some of your games. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.